Welcome to Celtic Stuff Live on the CLNS Media Network, the leading online provider of audio and video coverage for your Boston Celtics who drop game three to the Milwaukee Bucks. They're now down two to one in this series. The last time you heard from me and John uh, was only a week ago, and uh, Celtics had dropped game one at home. So here we are. The first uh, home game for the Milwaukee Bucks, the same outcome. And uh, I, I, I imagine there's going to be some vitriol in this here episode. We have not done a really great job of being with you on a weekly basis for much of this season. But here we are. And uh, seems like an interesting time for you and I to uh, to get back into it. This series from the very beginning has been set up to encourage the style mm-hmm. and, or I should say, yeah, forget it. I'm not going to say encourage. That's too Go for it. Go uh, for favor it. heavily the style of the Milwaukee Bucks. And what's good for the goose is not always good for the gander. I thought it was going to be encouraging in the first half, John, when the Celtics were getting them into foul trouble. Um, many of the Bucks, although it's just so funny how Giannis just, Oh, no, no, it's not on Giannis. It's on that other guy uh, all the time when it comes to foul trouble. And they just continuously mm-hmm. allow him to charge, whether that be out on the break or with a back to the basket. Something that we complained about or I complained about <laughs> on the last show happened again. He got away. They call it a block. It's a goaltend. Marcus Smart absolutely fouled in the act of shooting. They put him on the line because they're over the limit instead. Um so many things. Those are the two big ones for me. So many things about this game. Infuriating to watch. I'll let you go ahead and, and kick in here because I, I could probably just keep going. I'm angry, Justin. I'm angry, bro. This is – look, okay, we have a clean rating from – from the good people at, uh, at Apple <laughs> iTunes and, and, and let me, let's just, I, I want you to all to understand for those of you who haven't been with us since the beginning back to, you know, 16 years ago or, or plus um, when we get in games like this. Okay. Sometimes language flies. Okay. So if you are listening to this with someone of a younger age, <laughs> I just you know I, it's is, bad, John. This when is you're the one laying out the disclaimer because I'm is, usually the one that lets them <laughs> slip in throughout the show. This I, is, I have the I, my gate is not as strong as yours is. I don't want. I just don't want to be like, oh, I wish I didn't say that. I don't want to catch myself because I'm angry, bro. This is all right. From here the fix on, was in. From here the fix on, was in. Some bullshit today. This was some bullshit. Like, what the hell's going on, NBA? What are we trying to do? We know what they're trying to do. That's the thing. We'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll go oh, down. Here's another one. Let's, here's let's, another one. Yeah. How about when Portis 
goes over the top and oh. comes down with an elbow on Robert Williams. Mm-hmm. And then not mm-hmm. a couple of minutes later, does Grant Williams get called for going over the bat? Not no. Yeah, right. Well, not only does that play yeah. with Portis get a non-call, then in transition, there's buckets. And then minutes right. later, Grant right. Williams, not nearly as egregious of an over the back. And uh, it's it's put them on the line time. I, so you, I, I really don't get it. Remember, remember when we, you know, oh, well, you know, we can we can police ourselves and, and we'll make sure if we miss something, we get the next time and all that. And I'm OK with that. Like, I understand you can't see everything. And sometimes, oh, geez, yeah, we missed that one. Uh, that's fine. Like, look, I, I get it. Like, I'm totally okay with that idea of not every missed call is, is you know, is, is a problem. The problem is when the seemingly the, the philosophy of the game is, as Ime quoted, we're not going to call it unless you get knocked down. What Didn't the, even do that. What the frig Didn't is that? Didn't even do that. Didn't what the frig is that? That charge yeah. call on, on Grant, okay? How many yeah. friggin' times have we seen Giannis Attentacumpo steamroll uh-huh. some poor bastard the same friggin' way? And they're making the point, too. Nothing. They're all getting their feet down. One. And one. Getting, one. Right, it's, it's an again one. It's extra points. Yeah. Nah, it's, I'm it's so ludicrous. pissed off right now. I'm so didn't angry you, at the NBA. Didn't you know it was going to go this way when the when the Celtics had the free throw advantage in the first half? Didn't you know that the second <laughs> half was going to play out where they were going to let Milwaukee do anything that they wanted? That's probably fair. I mean, I, I'm I'm not saying it's that... set up. Whenever you see that in a physical game like this, yeah, it's a setup. Yeah. I hear you. It's an absolute setup. That's I'm, how they I'm, don't look bad. No, no, no. Do this for me, John. Yeah, go. Pull up the go. free throws. No, just pull up the free throws. Mm. It's yeah. not statistically. See, this is the thing. 28 Boston, 28 for 34. Milwaukee, 14 for 17. Oh, my God. The Celtics got every call. Exactly. Mm. What? 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 Did I miss something? There's no way. There's no way. They're they're grabbing. They're reaching around and grabbing. They're holding. Right. Like they're absolutely allowed to get away with any. It's not just a physical contact. Both teams are physical. So let's not let's not get it twisted there. Both teams are playing physical. It's just to Milwaukee's advantage because they have a much bigger lineup. But what it is doing is it's congesting everything for the Celtics offense. You can't, we talked about this after game one, they can't get free to get their offense in motion because they're getting clobbered. I still don't understand why we're not starting out higher and getting the ball moving, you know, sooner in the, in the game, but it, that is, I still think there are some things that the Celtics can do, but you even see like how many deep threes, even Al Horford three steps back from being on the arc just to get a shot off. Um, It's, it's ludicrous. And and they they have to stop allowing players that are mediocre defenders get away with that. Like you want to give 
you know, uh, even Drew Holiday, you want to give him a little bit of leeway because what did he have? One foul in the game because he's an excellent defender. Okay, I get it. You don't call everything. Maybe he gets away with a little bit because 90% of the time he's just a tough defender. But the Pat Connaughton's and I'm just I'm over it, dude. They are they are just not that good of defenders to be wreaking that much havoc. If they want to give if they want to give Giannis that type of you know ability, which is completely absurd. Okay. It's completely absurd. Is it worse you, than LeBron? Um because they let LeBron do that big, strong, you know, line middle linebacker size power forward. It is worse really tall LeBron. middle linebacker. They let him get yeah. away with that. Because he's a bigger dude, so whatever. But I think it's worse for Giannis. I I think so. I think it is because... Including the traveling. Well... Like, that dude... That dude... I don't know what is in the travel anymore. I really don't even... You can't... You shouldn't be able to pick up the ball and spin and then set your feet and go into a shot. That, to me, is is traveling. Probably. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't, I won't, I won't take that from you in any way. I, I just don't understand the thing that I'm, I'm, I'm at is like, if you want to, to, to your point about the Connaughton's and the Wesley Matthews and the, the Grayson Allen's, if you want to give those guys the ability to, to do that, then you better to hell give Grant Williams the ability to draw a charge or, or Marcus Smart or whoever the hell is down there. If because they're going to take a beating, that, they get a call. If, if you're right, it, either way, either way, if you're going to give Giannis that extra bit of runway because he's Giannis, you sure as shit better give the same runway to Jason Tatum to be able to get something going. Now, Jason played concussed today. I'm not sure he was concussed. He played like he was concussed. When he threw that ball off of whoever it was, George Hill's head, I'm like, what the hell is going on with him right now? But he, he, he was out. And why was he out of it? <laughs> Maybe it had something to do with the fact that they, they, were, they were holding him, mugging him all day long. You know, and they've been mugging yeah. him for the last three games. So, fine. If, you, if Giannis wants to be upset that he's not getting the calls, stand in line, bro, because the guy, number zero on the other team – Take a number because he he gets to the front of the line in terms of what he's not getting for calls. Yeah, it's been it's been brutal to watch. Um, even the national media after this game. Now the Celtics had chances to win, but even yeah. the national media called out the refs. You don't see that very often. I think Stan that's Van what becomes so yeah. Remember right. Stan Van Gundy during the during game was it game two? Was it the game we did or was no maybe it was game two? It was game one. He's like, Oh, it was game one. Okay. And he's like, that's a foul. Like, that's a foul. That's a, that's a charge. Nope, nothing, nothing. No just Game two, we win. <laughs> but we're right back to square one again. It was game three. What, what to your, to, to what you just brought up, and, and I said this multiple times as I was tweeting through the game, who wants to watch this? Like, right. if you don't have a chance to defend, to earn your spot, and stay there and be able to be there and let yourself defend somebody and you can't get the benefit of the fact that the guy runs you over, then why are we even playing the games? Let's just shut the whole damn thing down. 
give Giannis the trophy, and we can all go on summer vacation. Because yeah. it's a waste of time. You're wasting my time watching this game if you're going to already give him the trophy. I'm done. I'm, I, like, I, I just, there were so many times I wanted to shut it off. Yet for some reason, because the Bucs were not that good. Com- no, by they're comparison not good. to the Celtics. They're really they're not. not. They're good, but they're not great. The Celtics have a great team, and they have the ability to get there. And as shitty as they played today, they were able to raise their game. The Celtics were at the last, like, seven minutes to go, right? They got made this a game. Hey, make their open shots. Make, make, make 35% of their open shots, and they win this game. They're, they sure. still have some culpability because there were misses wide open. Tatum, you know, definitely guilty of that. He had a couple wide oh, open yeah. looks that just didn't go down. The Celtics could have still won this game. But, yeah. and, and when Milwaukee was pulling away, they were hitting those shots. And to your point, the Celtics were able to crawl back in and fight, you know, in the middle of that fourth quarter and put themselves in a position to take it. And even when they were up by one with like a minute to go, uh, Grant Williams got an offensive rebound, killed more clock. And really did have a second offensive rebound, but the ball, he lost the ball and it went out. Now, here's my thing. His hand didn't go swatting at that ball for the rebound. So why did the ball go flying when the rebound is coming straight down? Why did the ball go absolutely straight vector perpendicular or yeah, parallel to the floor? Vector. Yeah. Whatever, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I Straight across. Why do I? Because somebody came over his back and beat the shit out of him, mm-hmm. and the ball went flying, but not because his hand was right. like, oh, yeah, I'm going to volleyball spike this into the into yeah. the front row. Yeah. That's, that's not at all what happened there. All that kind of contact, it was like, no, we got to give the Bucs a chance. Celtics didn't put it in. Can't keep giving them offensive rebounds. Jesus. That's a foul. He's on the line. They're distancing themselves in that game, mm-hmm. and and they should have won. Right, right. I mean, <laughs> I just right. So let let's. I, I agree with you. I mean, the third quarter was some of the worst basketball the Celtics have played all year. Um, they were just despondent. It felt like Tatum's um, Tatum's issues for whatever they were today kind of infected everybody. Um, there was no flow, no momentum, no sort of cohesive thought between the whole team. Um, and, and they just, both ends of the court, they really were, were struggling mightily. Um, they got it back in the fourth. And, and credit to them for being able to get there. And, and Jalen Brown, really the one who really kind of turned it around there. Um, and, and, and let's Al Horford. Let's also kudos to Al Horford on a on a great day too. Um, not a great no, not a great day. An amazing. Okay, day. okay. Like <laughs> seriously, like, where are you going with this? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Way probably one of his best playoff performances mm-hmm. type of day. Yeah. I mean, when you take the maybe he's had better stat lines, but the amount of rebounds, the points, the assists, but then the defense especially when they're not getting calls yeah. for him to still defend at that level and not yeah. foul out in a game where, I mean, I guess that's uh, why I didn't foul out, but well, he was, he was uh, amazing. Yeah. 
But there was that one where he, um, the one where Rob Williams gets run over, and they call the foul on on Al because he lightly kind of breezes against the ball as Giannis is barreling through him, truck sticks, you know, Rob Williams, and then we're like, oh, foul on Al Horford. What? Yeah. Cool, dude. Yeah, that sounds about right. I'm sorry. I probably this isn't fun to listen to the day after, uh, the days after. I'm there's sure nothing, there's nothing that you're saying that nobody else hasn't been right. saying all afternoon leading up to us recording. It's just it's 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 frustrating that the league puts a product like this on the on the floor on a Sunday a Saturday afternoon, and they're like, Yep, this is how we're gonna kind of make it happen. Um, the Celtics, did they play well? No. Um, did the Bucks play well? Not really. I don't, I mean, um, Giannis was amazing. Um, Drew Holiday is, you know, for what hits every shot that just kicks you in the gut of your stomach, it feels like. But I'll tell you, I'm still not scared of them, really. And, and maybe that's crazy to say, you know, being down. Yeah, I'm not scared here. of the Bucks. I'm scared of, of I'm scared the refs. Of eight, right. Eight versus five. And and if we can't, if I'm going to say we, if the league can't defend Giannis like that, then honestly, shut the whole thing down. Like, let's just go play. Let's just play pickup at the Y or something. Like, I don't even, like. It's not fun. It, it wasn't fun watching. It was fun watching the Celtics come back, but it was kind of like against all odds. We're doing it against the refs and the Bucks to make this comeback happen, right? It wasn't because we played well. It wasn't because, well, we defended well or played, you know, you know, we were like really in sync or anything like that. No, no, no. It was because we were doing the opposite of what seemingly all the forces were working against us. And that's why it was fun to see the end of it. But before that, I, I was ready to stop the TV on so yeah. many different occasions. Again, not because the self, if it was, if it was in any other game and I, if I was like an un, uninterested observer, I don't know how I could watch this. It just, it really makes for a bad product from the NBA's yeah. standpoint. Yeah. Here's, here's what's interesting. Take away the ability for them to mug. Just play the game like normal clean. Yeah. Do the Celtics win by 15? Well, they would have to make an open shot. I mean, Brooke Lopez <laughs> is not. Yeah, you'd have to make an open That's, shot. But here's here's the thing. The they can't they can't space. Because yes, the open shots, and that that's a problem. But they can't space because they can't get into the offense. And I I agree yeah. that it's a tough interior defense. Mm-hmm. But one of my complaints about this Celtics team for much of the season, even when they started turning it on, mm-hmm. was that many times they still weren't really going inside. One of the major light bulbs for their performance was when Tatum started to do that. And even really Tatum turning the superstar corner um, was no longer settling for threes. And that's been going on all season. Right. But then the creativity of getting into the paint and making the right pass. 
the thing is, is when they throw every body at you and out on the perimeter, when you're initiating the offense they're clutching and grabbing, you never, there's no room to get spacing because all the help de- And this is why it's, this is why it's a misnomer that D- that Milwaukee is this good of a defensive team. When you allow them to clutch and grab on the perimeter like that, of course their slow ass bigs are going to rotate over and help defend and always be there. But if you called the game normally where that perimeter wasn't allowing the clutching and grabbing and they were able to get things moving and the ball was going to move every time that help defender got over there, it would be just a little bit later, which would allow them to move the ball to the open man more often. And because they're clutching them, the help defense, as soon as they actually get around the defender who just literally put their arm all the way around them, as they turn the corner, they just grab them as they fight through that and fight through contact. It's not, it's not body contact. It's arm contact, mm-hmm. which is illegal. Once they fight through that, the big is over, they're doubled, and there's no space to make that pass. It congests everything. That's where this is wrong. It's not the it's not the physicality. It's not, it's not even like the charges definitely bug me because it's not equal. But if you called that part equal, hey, we're just not calling everything a foul. Okay. I mean, every everything a charge. Okay. As long as it goes both ways, no big deal. It's really. I mean, this league got rid of, and this is to your point about it not being fun, this league got rid of hand-checking specifically because this is not the product of basketball that they wanted to put in front of us. So I get it. It's not hand-checking. It's just draping. So that's worse than (laughs) hand-checking. So get rid of this and bring back (laughs) hand-checking because – this this is an onyx you already said this is not what you want so why are we watching it right right i and i i don't think that um i actually don't think milwaukee is i think they've changed a bit of what they're trying to do defensively particularly between games one and three they they were much more worried about the perimeter in game three than than they were in uh in game one and I thought that the, the drives were there um, for that's for because Tatum, of the game two performance. Yeah, like Brown was Brown went uh, off. Right. They were hitting outside shots. Grant Williams was going bananas. Yep. They had that twenty point lead, and yep. and they had to make that adjustment so that it couldn't happen again. I I agree with that. But they got to make did, that adjustment in the middle, all, right? All they like did was go back to what they did in game one. I don't think that game one and three are different. I think game two is different from game one and three. I think they went back. I think that they all thought in game two, what we thought, no way are they going to be allowed to do that again? They got away with that bullshit in game one. They're not going to allow it for us in game two. So they didn't do it as much. Look what happened. We got our asses kicked. What have we got to lose? And we're going to be at home. So we know we're going to get the benefit of the calls. Let's do it again. And oh, look, they allowed us to do it again. Yeah. Imagine that. Imagine. Imagine. But the thing is, is they could have gotten away with it in game two. So I think, I think they leaned off of it. It's not, not like there were foul calls to your point. Right. Milwaukee just didn't think they were going to pull it off again. Consciously. They didn't do it. Exactly. Exactly. And, and so they, so, so you have a different approach 
you know, in game in game three uh, or game in game two, but game three becomes this situation where you let the mugging come back, you let them hug and grab and touch and all that. Um, and I, you know, Tatum, you know, just to get on, I mean, just to, in terms of okay, what can you do, right? Because the, the truth is, is that there are things the Southerners can do to overcome what the what the bucks are doing and where yeah. it where it impacts punch them back little... in the freaking mouth right they right. they need to they they need to get they need to Dirty. start becoming the assaulters yeah yeah right so you know when you when you go into game four um you know you need <laughs> tyson's minutes need to have purpose <laughs> yeah um you know, you know, Grant needs to have. He purpose. needs to do. He needs to do the lamb beer. Right, right. And Tice well, has to do the. He's got to go out there, and I know he's not six eleven, but but no, but you're right. He, you know, they have to. There is a left. They are too comfortable. Yeah, and if the officials are only going to call the first hit, you better make sure there's a second, a third hit, because yeah. right now they're they're just they're comfortable out there. Drew is able to do or go wherever he wants to go. And our guys are ended up on the floor. How many times did Tatum hit the floor today? A lot. How about Smart? There was one on a rebound. He was just on the ground, and there was a no call. Like, it's yep. just – it's yep. ridiculous. Okay, no so this is going to be a tale of, of two halves in a way in terms of this show. We've done enough complaining about the officials on the first half. I, I'm going to take us to the ad read, and then we're going to come back, and we're going to talk about some potential – you know, not positives. There's nothing positive to take away from this series, but, but there are, well, let me get into it. Our partners at bet online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all of the latest sports developments, including updated odds on the playoffs, major league baseball fights, and even next season's NFL futures. And don't forget this weekend as the run to the roses is on at the Kentucky Derby. Bet online is your continued source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. It's super easy to get started. So head on over to the website today or use your mobile device to join and use our promo code. And if you don't know it by now, shame, shame. Actually, I don't know your name, but the promo code is CLNS 50 and you can receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit bet online where the game starts. So John, here's the positive side. Typically when you see a series where the fix is in this bad, the team on the receiving end does end up winning narrowly in game seven. Not always didn't necessarily happen. Um, happened against Toronto and then not Miami in the bubble because it was two series in a row where the Celtics fell victim to kind of a similar mm -hmm. circumstance. Although this team is a lot bigger in the Milwaukee Bucks than either uh, Miami or Toronto was in the bubble, but it was a similar mugging that was allowed. That was, mm -hmm. you know, very, fr very frustrating to experience as a fan. Um, having said that, I, I, I feel like to your point, I still like the Celtics odds. I still like their chances. I almost feel like the league wants it this way because they know there's some bad blood here <laughs> and the, they want to draw this bad blood out seven games. The problem is, is, is at some point here pretty soon, somebody could get really hurt. 
I mean, I, I don't see this going on like this safely. I really don't. I can't believe how much the tempers have been kept in check when this is being allowed the way that it is. I said after game one, this was dangerous. Like, this is dangerous. And so here we are again. Having said that, if the Celtics come out on top after seven, how much easier are they going to find it to initiate their offense the rest of the way? Can you even think of another team that's going to play? Like, Miami will play physical, but I don't know that Miami will get away with the same stuff on the perimeter. I don't think, you know, Miami needs, Miami needs the game to be opened up too. Phoenix Phoenix can get into it too. I mean, they've got Jay Crowder and they've got, you know, they they can mix it up, but I don't think it's as disrespectful. (laughs) Is that the right way to look? Well, here's the issue. Both of those, both Miami and Phoenix, while they can mix it up this way. Yeah their style of basketball is better when things are moving around and their space, right? The problem is with Milwaukee, they're shit without this. <laughs> they are. They're yeah. shit without yeah. this. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like this is what makes Milwaukee fun to watch. If you're a Milwaukee's fun. Bucks fan, yeah. you know, right. Fun. Um, because it, it, they, they aren't much of a real creative, ball movement. I mean, they move the ball. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying sure. to disparage that. Sure. Like the players know how to play the game, but their, their style and their success isn't predicated on that. These are two of the top mm-hmm. defensive teams in the NBA dot, 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 dot. When you get to start playing against Miami and Phoenix, it's not a good thing for those team style styles and for the NBA and the way that they're, you know, as advertised, so to speak. Yeah. You need that space, especially on the perimeter for, for those teams to show themselves off. Just the NBA is allowing this series to go the way that Milwaukee would need to, for it to be the kind of game that the kind of series that makes, you know, Milwaukee Mm -hmm. interesting. This is the way that they play. It's frustrating though, because, Maybe the reason they're allowing that is because they're the defending champs. So the series goes to their style and you have to beat them at their own game to sort of ascend to a higher status. I don't know. Maybe this is how they're building up what they know is going to be the future of two franchises. Giannis just signed back up. He's committed long-term to Milwaukee. There's a good vibe there. Milwaukee's a, you know, a team with a, you gotta, you gotta take your hats off for a small market. They do have a big fan base. So nobody's nobody's really hurting, even though that's not a major market. And Giannis basically told the NBA, I'm not going anywhere. So you got to live with this market. If you're going to have me be, you know, the heir apparent type, you know, I'm going to be one of, I'm the MVP dot, dot, dot. So if you're going to do that, part of me thinks that they're also building this bad blood so that there's a rivalry for years to come. Yeah. Uh there, yeah, you got to protect the the sacred cow, right? Like that's right. the that's kind of where we're at, and and um, it does feel like there's a lot of that going on here. Where um, while the rest of the package from Milwaukee isn't all that attractive to look at, um, Giannis is his story and his demeanor and his you know all that is. 
is really, really marketable from the NBA's perspective. Yeah. Um, his game, I think less so, um, but that's not to say he's like not marketable. I mean, he's more fun than Shaq to market, um, but he's not, he's not John Morant in terms of the excitement and the, you know, he's not Steph Curry. Um, so, so yeah, so there's a, there's a, there's a balance there, right. That, that they're trying to strike and, and trying to make him be, you know, that guy. And unfortunately we're in the middle of the, we're the kind of the crosshairs of that. Right. Yeah. So do you think if they get through this series, that it'll be a lot easier going? Oh, right. Yeah. Don't you feel yeah. like they're just going to like all of a sudden they're going to be able to play a little bit looser. I think, and, and yet yeah. they're also going to be able to like their defense is going to be that much stronger because they've already gotten their butts kicked. Like as long as nobody goes down with an injury, which I'm seriously cons- uh, like concerned about, as long as nobody goes down with an injury, don't you think they get through this series and they kind of become a wrecking ball to the finals? Yeah. I, I think that they are the way that they defend um, Milwaukee. I mean, the way they defend is it's kind of like playing a team that plays zone. I, I mean, I just, I feel like it's, it's so, it's those zone kind of, kind of so many zone principles. It feels like in what they do, I mean, it's switching, they're switching, but they're, they're loading up so much of the paint and all that. It just feels like they're um, – it's kind of like playing a team that zones up all the time. And, yeah. and you just have to kind of think a certain way to play against that team, whereas playing the Nets were kind of almost playing like a regular season team because they don't scheme up so much and it's not so, like, scheme heavy. Um, going against, say, say Miami – you know, Miami will play some zone, but I think it's a little bit more based upon the talent of their broad, um, you know, their, their stable of, of players, you know, Bam and Jimmy and Harrow and, and those guys, Lowry. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, are you going to, are you going to put Lowry in that mix? Or are you well, going well, to put Hero above him? You know, well, he's, he's, well, yeah, maybe. I mean, he's a six man. I mean, I, I'm not sure. You know, well, does Lowry still scare the hell out of me? Yeah, at that, especially in a close game, you know, he scares me. But I don't think he's, especially as being injured, he's not quite what he was. But yeah, I, I guess the point, your point is, yeah, I'm looking for, I really would want to get past this series because it's not fun to lose to this team. It doesn't yeah. feel like that you're losing to a better team. It feels like it's a trick. Um, and I don't, that's just, kind of rubs me the wrong way a little bit. Um, they've been so, letting they've been letting Giannis yeah. like charge his whole career. I mean right. they just basically have let him do this. We used forever. to have Aaron Baines. Remember, we used to have Aaron Baines kind of in the middle to kind of take the bump, right? Like that was yeah, you know, and nothing has really changed, really. If you if you think it, I mean, yeah, he can shoot a little bit more. He's you know, he hit a three today. You know, a couple from from mid range, but I want to keep letting shoot those right. Like that's nothing has really changed in that regard. Um, but if anything, that's just like a change up for a guy who wants to throw fastballs all the time. Yeah, so, I, I almost feel like since he throws his knee up when he comes charging through you, that as a defender, you should just go ahead and take the foul every time he comes in and throw your knee up, mm-hmm. right? Just, you know, just get him in the gut, you know, be like, yeah, yeah. Dude, 
every time you come in here, we're okay with a foul. Just keep coming and then just use more bodies and have them come on. The, the, like Robert Williams is, this is probably the worst series for him. Mm-hmm. Um, and because he just doesn't, he doesn't have that physicality. You know, he's more yeah. of an athletic influencer and shot, you know, alterer. He's a health and, defender. He's, and a hell, he's, yeah, he's a health he's defender. He's a plus, right. plus, plus health defender. And again, yeah. on other, against other teams, it works well. On this team, um, I think there is several. I mean, Rob was the team works and plus minus today. He's a minus 13. He's, you're right. Physicality, he needs to be able to own more of that. And I think that's why you had to have Horford out there as opposed to, to Rob. But Rob's got a – there's more in him than what he's provided oh, yeah. um, in, in this game today. He, he had a great start to game one, uh, and, and I think he can – I think he can – I think he can contribute in this series. Uh, they weren't finding him very well in game one. I don't think they really found him much in game two. And I think that a lot of that was he had a few dunks and stuff, but yeah, they weren't. Lopez has given him fits too, though, defensively, like on offense. A lot of that, like Rob's just having a hard time finding the putbacks, right? Because he's yeah. got to get the rebound, and there's no lob passes. You know, Lopez is just too lengthy to to really for them to find those lob passes that they do. I think they can get him. I, I think that I think there's a way to get it to him. I, I don't I think that they've I don't think they were one, I don't think they were looking the first two games very first game particularly. I don't think they looked very hard. Today I don't think they looked for him at all. And and if they don't do that, then his his role in the offense is pretty limited. I mean, he can pass the ball and that's great, but in terms of as a, But even as, his role on the defense just doesn't match up well. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. just so it's tough to see him get exposed. And yeah, maybe if he hadn't had knee surgery, mm-hmm. um, you know, that's whatnot. a big deal. That's a big yeah. deal. I think, you know, I think not being able to, to, uh, you know, I think he's out of sync still. I mean, he looked good, but he's just not where he was. And, Do you think game four yeah. will mirror game two? Because, because here's the thing too, like they know these guys are getting their butts kicked, right? So how many days off from Tuesday to Saturday, right? Like one of the oddest stretches of time off between two games in postseason history that Monday. I can remember. Monday. Monday. Yeah. Monday to Saturday. Yeah. Just a very odd stretch of time. But now it's one day off and a game. Yeah. And I would have liked to see them break that up a little bit, but you almost wonder if they let this one be physical again because they know they had five days off or whatever it was, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, four days, five days off. Yeah. And I, yeah, I wonder I like if they it. don't like lay it. Yeah. Well, I think it plays into our hands with one day off. Yeah. If these guys are beat up, here's something I've always wondered that I, I know that teams after games, like take clips and send them into the league and say, Hey, we don't really like the way that this was, but do they ever right. go back to the league and be like, Hey, the the way that you're allowing these games to be played, you know, is it's going to cause our players to be injured. Like you're literally hurting, you know, our, our product from the standpoint of like, like our ability from a business standpoint, like mm-hmm. if, if somebody goes down, 
Not just because we lost playoff games, right? Because if we lose, we lose. Sour grapes. But, like, look at these plays. Somebody's going to get hurt. Like, do, do you think they ever, like, go back to the league and say, like, what I've been saying since game one? This is dangerous. Like, this is seriously dangerous. And, you know, you could cost a player their career. You could, because well, that's when Tatum went down on the stanchion after after Giannis tried to, you know, block his shot. How is that not a flagrant? Well, you know, I mean, I get it. He didn't and... do anything extra, right? No wind up, no any, but but he did basically just throw his body at Tatum. Yeah, yeah. With yeah. with, I mean, listen, if. It's funny the way that the TV covers this because they just show the last part of it, right? But if you actually watch the chase down, you can almost late. see, yeah, you can almost see in Giannis's eyes, I'm gonna yeah. fucking kill this guy. Yeah. Because there was no way he was gonna get there. I mean, if he did get there, it would have been, you know, and Giannis it was can totally do unnecessary. It, it was, was totally late. unnecessary. He was late to recognize. Tatum had a step ahead. Right. It's not like he's some you know, Peyton Pritchard, you know, six foot one guy who is barely getting off the ground. I mean, Tatum is gonna get up there, he's gonna he's gonna throw it down. Um and, and to Giannis's credit, he did meet him meet him there, but he's late. Yeah. There was no way he was going what to if, what if what if Tatum's head was at the backboard and he was laying it in mm-hmm. at the same time that right. Giannis is coming in on that play right and supposedly making a play and Tatum's head gets smashed up against the backboard. Yeah. yeah. Cause that's that's the like yeah, part of the reason he got there too was because Tatum knew that he had all the space he needed. And part of the reason he got there is because all he had to do was put his hand near the ball, but he was throwing his body. He was, it wasn't, I don't, I don't believe it looks good, but I don't believe that Giannis ever had any intention of actually blocking that shot. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's right. And I, and I think that that's, that's one thing the Celtics, they're tougher, but playoff toughness and the ability to send messages is something they haven't really figured out yet. I don't know. No, they're going to have to. Um, the other thing that Tatum could have done was easily got an and one instead. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't smart about that because if he had done it and then like knowing Giannis was out of control, all he had to do was stop with the ball and plant his feet. And let Giannis go flying over him, and then go up with it. And then, well, he did. He got the N one. He just didn't get the flagrant. He didn't get the. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah, my bad. Let, let's let's. We should. We we're going to talk about what's going to change, but I, I do want to talk about the end of the game a little bit. Okay. So so that Marcus does a great job. First of all, the three the, the three pointer. He's he's up in the air. Right, so he's left. He's square to the basket, and his arms are moving he's, up. You can say it's a rip through. I, I, I'm fine with saying, okay, well, maybe he's ripping through. I understand. We've seen that call. Durant did it. Clay did it. All those guys. But he's in the air. He's square to the hoop, and he's clearly looking at the rim. And you can say that he's trying to draw the foul there. Sure, maybe, but. <laughs> It's not like his feet are on the ground. He's, he's not trying to draw the, he's, but he's not trying to draw the foul in the 
I'm just trying to get three at the free throw line, draw the foul. Right. You know, he's, he's trying to draw it. the foul because he's getting his butt kicked. Right. Like they're, they're flying over his body, two of them. He's legitimately shooting a three-point shot. Yes. And, and the fact that, that if, the, if that's the rule, then the rule should change. If, if your feet are in the air, you're square to the basket, you're looking at the rim, and somebody comes down in your hand, that's a three-pointer. On your hand, on your body. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. They were, they were, they weren't like it wasn't like their hand came down on his hand. Right. Their body came down on his arm and then right. his body. True. But, True. Yeah. So that's that's three shots, right? That ties the game up. He makes that's those. three shots for every other player in the league on any other night. There you go. If it's play right. So all right. So he misses, he, he makes the first one, two-point game tremendous intentional miss gets his own rebound puts back two hands on his shoulders bobby portis any call on that make the official call it make go to the rim and make sure they call it no call right rob tip didn't go okay trying we're in there horford you know just you know, has it on his hand. He's a tenth of a second too late. But there's really two situations there where Marcus Smart should have had chances to tie the game. Yeah. And, he, and, and, and he was not given those chances. Also, throw him some credit for getting uh, it off the rim and getting his right. own rebound. Absolutely. Absolutely. So when we see the, the last two-minute report tomorrow, what do you think the chances are that the league's going to say that he should have no. won, that it should have been a three-pointer? I think there's no way that that happens, right? Not a chance. And then two, will they acknowledge that there was a foul on Portis when, when he put back his, his, his rebound? Yeah. Not a yeah. chance. Yeah, right. Exactly. Not a chance. No mistakes found, I bet. No, no, no. no, no. They'll find a mistake earlier in the two minutes. But not so there, that it I'm seems saying. more innocuous. Right. 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 They'll there. be like, oh, yeah. we're going to admit culpability, but we're right. going to do it far enough back that, you know. It was a reach there. And so there should have been when Tatum was driven the ball around half court, when Wesley Matthews hand checked him like, oh, great. Thanks for thanks for finding that one there, Hoff. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I just that's the end of the game was frustrating to me because, um, y- you know, if the outcome works itself out, then we can just kind of chalk it up and say, well, the refs just had a bad, another bad day. Right. Oh, well, ho hum. Um, but now this one has consequence, you know, that's the hardest part for me in trying to swallow a game like this is that if, if those things don't end up affecting the, the final score or the outcome, I can just kind of grin and bear it. But when, when it impacts how this series is going to play out because of all the things we've been talking about for the last however long we've been recording, um, that's, that's where the, the vitriol and the anger <laughs> just kind of continues for days on end. And so until Monday night, I'm just, I'm breathing fire, man. Yeah. You know, I'm breathing fire. Um, and I think they win game four. 
What about you? Do you think it goes back? To yeah, Boston? no, I think they do. I think they've got this kind of like squared away for seven games. Celtics at home in seven. They, you know. they. Be, the one thing I'd say though. No, I'm sorry. It just feels rigged. You know, I mean, yeah, like I agree. And, and I've had that. I've had that. Listen. <laughs> Many people have had that feeling based on the way games are officiated, the way that the tone is set in the series. You know, one of the downsides are if the Celtics do retaliate and it gets them this win and they carry it into the next season, they could, I mean, in the next series, they could find themselves in foul trouble super early because all of a sudden it could swing the other way. Um, it's the lack of consistency. The NBA is, this is the part of the NBA that is so WWE. And they keep talking about points of emphasis and blah, 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 but it's, it's all bullshit. Right. It well, is. And, and how many, how many of these, you know, tight postseason series games have you and well, I how done many of them this? Really? This? You're going to go to seven. Like, yeah. Well, but no, no. What I'm saying is how many of these post game kind of shows have we done over the last 17 years for one franchise, just one, where we spend 80% of the time talking about the way the game was officiated as opposed to how the game was played. Yeah. Is that really the, is that really the game that the, that the NBA wants to sell to the public? I can't yeah. believe it is. I can't believe it is, but here we are. And we've been there. And that's the frustrating part because I think this Southern team is good enough to win a championship. I really do. Um, no, I think it's clear. But, but do they? To be honest the with you, it's it's clear. It's clear that they are. They they. But do they, they fit play... the narrative, Justin? Oh well, yeah. Right. That's what you and I. You know, the '08 team fit the narrative. It was perfect. It made sense for everybody. Right. Um, does this team fit a narrative that makes sense for you know everyone at, at the league headquarters? I don't know. I hate to go, you know, grassy knoll on everybody. You know what team didn't fit the narrative? Who? The bubble Celtics, which is why well, that fix was so, that was one of the most difficult pills to swallow. They were the narrative, you know, and at the same time, do you remember during the bubble, I was saying, God, it would be great once Phoenix arrives yeah. to have the Celtics and Phoenix battling it out in the finals. Like I remember saying back then, that's what I want to see. Mm-hmm. That's what the NBA should want to see. Mm-hmm. that's that and and so that's and i'm still there now i especially with like you've got chris yeah. paul and al horford as these older veterans who are getting it done you know they've kind of lots of lots of mileage on those legs with the this young cast of drafted yeah. players around them it's a, like that is a great story celtic so, sons yes Two long-term sons. franchises make so much even celtic warriors Yep. But I think Celtics Suns is really the one that they're looking at. And um, I do think you can fall out of favor. I think the Celtics did fall out of favor in that, in that Miami series. And so things start, the worms started to turn against them. And I yep. do think you somewhat earned that stuff. I think you earned your luck in a way. Um, and so Tatum's performance today is, is why you can lose that. You can lose, I think, a hold of of the momentum and the narrative and everything else. And so going into game four, Jason Tatum needs to enter that conversation with, 
I'm going downhill. Yeah, he just needs and to I'm take gonna, it over. I'm going to dunk on I'm going to dunk on Broke Lopez several times and Bobby Portis yeah. several times. And I don't care how many times it takes. I'm going to keep throwing down on their head. And yeah. because there's just a there was a mentality I felt like where he's not trying he's he was thinking too much. It felt like he was just he was like like a step removed from the game in part. Yeah. And and I think He's he's got to have just much. He's got a little bit more of a Jalen Brown mindset, honestly. I think Jalen Jalen's Jalen has really owned this series outside yeah, of Game One. Outside of Game One, right? Two and three, he was really really good. Um, yeah. You know, really the guy who brought him back in the fourth quarter. They sometimes you need that. How weird is it? How weird is it that the game that they won is the one that Marcus Smart didn't play? And when you look at the defense. Yeah. Like it's an anomaly. This is not a criticism yeah. of Marcus Smart. I just think it's so bizarre. Yeah, it that is. their shorthanded one is the one that they dominated like that. Yeah. And that only speaks more volumes. Like Marcus is on the ground constantly with non calls, and you know we can talk about Tatum, you know, throwing up a stinker, mm-hmm. but honestly, like the maltreatment of the NBA's Defensive Player of the Year, mm-hmm. you nominated him. You put him on that pedestal. Mm-hmm. You made him the first, you know, point guard to win that award in freaking 20 years or whatever. Yeah. You did that NBA. So why aren't, why aren't you giving him the respect that he deserves? I I get it. Giannis was the MVP. Mm-hmm. You set precedent dot, dot, dot. If I say dot, dot, dot again on this show, I'm going to lose my mind. You say you put him up there. You put Giannis up there. Mm-hmm. You you just gave Marcus Smart an accolade and an acknowledgement, right. and now you're pretending it didn't exist. <laughs> he's getting no. He just got the award, and yeah. he's getting. It's like the. It's like ah. Yeah, we gave it to him. We gave it to him because we wouldn't give him a call, and he kept getting his ass kicked anyway. So we just decided. Here's your. For taking a beating and not getting anything for it award, right? Like exactly. seriously, this has yeah. been going on for years with him. He and I and I and I. And in terms of that same list, I think Jason Tatum is going to be a first team All NBA player. Right. Joining Giannis on that list, yeah. and if that's the case, should he not have the same treatment that Giannis gets? And yeah. he's not getting it, not by a long no. time. Never, no, never has. has, never, never has. has. But but in this that's why he always had his hands up, but that only made it worse. Right. Because then they were like, No, kid, you earn your way in this league. Exactly. Well, he's not he's not getting anything in this in this series. And so when you see those two things held up so starkly, you know, I think it will have an impact. The number, as you said, the number of people outside of our sphere of Celtics fans and, and, and the like who recognized what a shit show the NBA's officials put on today. I yeah. think it will have an impact in game four. The national media is pointing it out. They're still saying that the Celtics missed chances. And I, right. and I, and I agree, right. But the national media is calling this out. <laughs> like, so it's when well, they're agreeing with us on that stuff. Yeah. You know. That's when it's a problem. <laughs> that's when it's a problem. All right. I think we got to wrap it up. Any other you want to just predict game four win? We both did. Do you want to go further than that? Yeah. When's game, game five? Game five win. Game five win. We're we're going all the way through, man. This is enough of this nonsense. 
Yeah, you know, I think they win two in a row in this series, so it's got to be those two, and then lose six on the road again with the fix in, and then <laughs> game game seven at home they win in front of everybody, and then we're thanking our lucky stars that they got the two seed in that log jam, um, because obviously in this series it would have made made a difference and did. So yeah, yeah, game four and five, game game four and five, away and home. Lose away, win at home. Yeah, so Celtics in seven. So we're we're on a Monday, Wednesday, Friday jaunt um, Ooh. with this with this series, and then potentially Sunday at the Garden. Let's hope, man. I got some. I got you know what? I got some stuff going on this week too. I'm going to be only like I'm going to be watching loosely on Monday and Wednesday. That stinks. Well, let's let's hope there's no matinee for Sunday. All right, enough of these damn matinee games because yeah. they're not working. <laughs> no, never has. There hasn't been a good matinee. Never game has. Played. They bombed out the Washington Wizards uh, <laughs> about a month ago, and that was the last time the Celtics had a good game on a matinee. Uh, so as much as things changed, enough. They really just stay the same. <laughs> so true. Uh, so true, man. So true. All right, John. Well, that means if we come back and do a show, there'll be three games in the books and uh, we'll be looking ahead at game seven at that point. And it could be hopefully not a matinee game. So wait, when is game seven? Is that Sunday? Sunday. We just don't know the time yet. Yeah. Right. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. All right. So next time we talk, we'll be hopefully. Well, actually, hopefully it's already in the books. Hopefully, yeah. Ahead. Hopefully, we're hopefully we've won and we're looking ahead to the next, series, the next three. It's over Friday. But you know man. it's going seven, everybody. You know it's it going seven. It so that's just what it is. Yeah. All right. That's going to do it for this week's show. As a reminder, you can follow Celtic Stuff Live on Twitter at CSL underscore Tweet Live. You can follow John at CSL underscore Duke. You can follow me at CSL underscore Justin. As always, a heartfelt thank you to everybody for tuning in. Uh, and we'd love a rating and a review because your feedback is important to the show. And on behalf of the founder of CLNS Media, Nick Gelso, and my co-host, John Duke, I'm Justin Poole. And thank you for listening to this week's episode of Celtic Stuff Live.